You are listening to the End of the Day Podcast with Carrie Watterson. This is episode 50. The End of the Day Podcast is a show for people who want to better understand the mind-body connection so they can stop sabotaging their own happiness and success. It's a place where we geek out about the science behind why we do what we do so we can change what we want in an emotionally healthy and sustainable way. I'm your host, Life and Mindset Coach Carrie Watterson. Each week, I'll share tools and concepts to help you see through the thinking that's been holding you back in your relationships, your work, and your life. If you're ready to own your thoughts, if you're ready to move on from your past, if you're ready to stop wishing and actually start doing, this podcast is for you. Hi there. Welcome to episode 50 of the podcast. So I'm just going to take a minute and just say that I am really excited. This is episode 50. (laughs) If you have been following this podcast for any amount of time, you will know that sometimes uh, the way that I talked about it felt like I was dragging my thoughts about the podcast and this podcast up the proverbial mountain in my head (laughs) because I um, knew that I wanted to keep using this medium to share thoughts and ideas, maybe provide some tools or some inspiration to people who have been exactly where I was and where I am sometimes. But (laughs) whenever you put something out into the world, um, you know that there can be lots of mind drama associated with it before you do it, while you do it, and then after you do it. Just know that um, if you're doing something new, Uh, that requires a little bit of risk and vulnerability. Uh, Those are the three time periods when your brain is going to offer lots of thoughts and your body's going to agree. So just to know, before you do it, while you do it, and after you do it are times that you are going to want to have the skills to help soothe your nervous system, um, remind your nervous system that, yes, you might be, you you know, anxious or nervous or have some fear, but that We have created our own safety so that we can do this work. And if the hardest thing is that we need to manage our own internal emotional landscape and manage the thoughts that come up after, uh, we can do that. Those are actually skills that we can build. So, But to get to 50 is amazing to me. And it's also just the start. And yet... It's not nothing. (laughs) So the reason why I wanted to say all that is because when I first started the podcast, one of the things that, one of the quotes that I found that really helped me just to start was by Gary Vee. If any of you know Gary Vaynerchuk, he documents all the time. And at first, I it used to be like, gosh, he's constantly putting stuff out there. But there's actually a reason and a skill set and a mindset um, reason for doing that. And for him, it's all about 
we're worried that we're releasing imperfect stuff into the world. But somebody out there maybe could use your insight, your inspiration, or your your um, tools, or just whatever you're offering. It could just even be something funny, and it could lighten someone's day. Like So we're worried about all the things that we're not, rather than being focused on, why am I actually doing this? And if you look within and find the real reason is you have something that maybe could help some someone mentally, emotionally, or if you're running a business, it could help inspire them to keep going. Um, and so if you know that your internal motivation is something that you're good with, then release the stuff. You're going to have mind drama either way. So if you don't release the stuff because you think you need to be more polished or you need better equipment or you need to wait until, <coughs> excuse me, the sound is just right, or maybe you need to write all your things out so that you're not stumbling over words. And then when you do, it took you so long, you're like, no, I'm just going to freeform. And then you stumble over your words, right? All that stuff needs to come up so that you know that you can still have all those thoughts release something imperfect anyway, even with those thoughts. But then you know at least you were true to what you really wanted, which was to help someone. The rest of the stuff, all the other thoughts that you had, every single time you allow yourself to release something that you know might help someone or you hope might help someone, either have a, you know, a laugh for the day or be inspired or maybe feel not so alone, then you know that at least your own insecurities didn't prevent that person from getting the lift they needed that day. And the more you release stuff imperfectly and you survive all the thoughts that you have after, (laughs) the more, um, the less actually those other thoughts have power over you. Yes, of course you can always improve. Yes, of course you can always say, and what is the best mic I should, I could get, right? Or um, where might be a better place to record these so maybe I don't have so much background noise, things like that. Um, you can, those, you know, those are kind of questions that move you forward. You're still moving um, in the general direction that you hope to go, right? So you'll be having thoughts either way. If you don't release it, if you don't release your work into the world because of your insecurities, you will be stuck still having thoughts about whether, you know, um, it's beating yourself up for not doing it, all the mental chatter that comes with, see, I know that to be successful, you need to be consistent. I'm not being consistent, therefore I can't be successful, right? All those looping thoughts. So you are going to have to, um, or you are going to um, be engaging in thoughts in your mind either way. And it dawned on me that if I had the choice, if I knew I was going to have mind mind drama, if we're going to call it that, either way, if I release something or if I don't release it, why not choose the thing that actually sets the ball in motion, right? Sets the grand plan in motion to help people. Choose that. Choose that set of mind drama. Because the more you choose that, 
the more you get to work through the mind drama, the more you realize that mind drama or your thoughts were survivable and are survivable. And then you start building up evidence that you are the type of person that can have mind drama and still do that thing anyway, right? And so that's really important. But the thing about Gary Vee is that he said, you know, people, they do one or two things and then they say, oh my God, I'm so bad at this. And then they quit. Or they do 10 or 20 things because they're like, I know I need to just keep doing this stuff and I'll get better at. And so they do 10 or 20 things and they're like, nope, I still suck and I can't handle I can't handle the way I feel about it. So, and he's like, try getting to a hundred, try getting to a hundred times that you put yourself out there in the, you know, that you're passionate about before you quit, try getting to a hundred, you know? And he's like, I guarantee you, by the time you get to a hundred, so many of the thoughts that you had that were holding you back were like, not even on the radar. You have other thoughts that you have, but at least they're thoughts, they're new level, they're upper level thoughts, they're different thoughts, not the same old ones. And I found that so powerful. So when I was stuck on like, I think I was stuck on maybe three going to four, episode three going to four. Um, it's one of the very early ones. And the thing that got me through was like, I was getting so down on myself and I was like, oh, maybe I'm not cut out for this. You know, who would want to even hear me stumble through a podcast and I thought about Gary Vee and all the times that he said, you know, that he did all these videos and nobody was watching, but he was like, that's okay. Like I'm getting better at doing video. I'm getting, I'm still, whoever is watching, I'm offering some, something that might help them. Maybe that did help them, you know? And so, and plus again, it's the skill building um, idea, right? Um, and it's this idea of who do you want to be? Do you want to be somebody that's like literally does something and only does something when they're fully formed and they're good. They know they're going to be amazing. That is so much pressure. And that's why we procrastinate, right? I would rather, I had to come to the point where I agreed with him. I said, I would rather be the person that, um, allowed herself to start imperfectly, completely flawed, but knowing that starting is the way to getting better, Right. I don't want to be the person that has to feel like they're fully formed and fully ready because number one, that's how I lived my life most of the time, which meant I didn't do most of the things I wanted to do. And secondly, you live with so much regret. And thirdly, if I'm going to live with all that stuff, I want, or all the thoughts, I, I want to live with at least thoughts that come up after I did the thing so that I can continue to grow, right? I want to give myself the opportunity to have new thoughts in my mind <laughs> that I can work through or just soothe and calm and, and uh, just lay to rest if I need to. Um, but I want new problems to be able to work through. I don't. What I don't want is to keep repeating the same old mind drama and the same old problems. Now, if this is where you're at right now, let me tell you, no judgment at all. I share this because... I've, number one, I've been through it and I know how painful that is. There, For me, the pain of stagnation was so great. And it came to a point where I'm like, it is too painful to be here. I'm ready to see what's out there. And if that's painful, at least I'm not here, right? And so find the inspiration that speaks to you. Find the sentence or quote that helps you 
want to do the thing. So for me, Gary V saying, talk to me when you're at 100. Don't talk to me about quitting because you're so bad and blah, blah, blah. When you're at two or even 30, or he might even say to me, 50. Talk to me when you're at 100. And then I guarantee you we're going to have a different conversation because so many of those thoughts aren't even going to be there. And so that was powerful for me. So that may not be powerful for you at whatever stage you're at, but the important thing is to go out there. If you want to do anything active because you feel stuck, spend 20, 30 minutes tops Googling, how do I help myself when, and then type in whatever it is you're stuck. Look on, look for quotes or you look for motivational quotes for perseverance. For me, it was like perseverance, motivational quotes for starting before you're ready, right? You look at that and you just scroll through them. Find the thing that speaks to your very insecurity. And that if you kept that quote top of mind, it would literally be the thing that pulled you toward where you want to go. Of course, I'm not going to stop at 50 because I believe that when Gary Vee said, talk to me when you're at 100, because most of those thoughts aren't even going to be in your head. I'm like, you know what? Let me get to 100, right? But as you know, anybody who's been following this podcast, like I've, there's been times there's been large, large gaps. And it's like I've been fighting and clawing my way back into the direction that I want to go with the podcast, right? And so I could have said, you know what? It's just not worth it to me. And you know what? That would have been totally fine. But if that was in fact what you really wanted. For me, there was always this nagging feeling though, that I, if I was confident in my ability to feel rejection, if I was confident in my ability to... um like feel my own inner criticism and my own burning cheeks as I'm stumbling through one sentence after another and, and, you know, mixing up singular and plurals and pronouns and all that stuff. And sometimes even saying crazy sentences that make no sense. I've had some of those and I, those are, I laugh at those because those are like my blooper reels. I'm like, what did I just say? But like, to me, I had to go through all that and it, it was I was willing to be able to um, say what was that quote again that really made me realize um, that this is the part where most people quit and I don't want to be I don't want to be my past the past version of me that would be one of those people that would quit because it just got too hard when you ask yourself what is too hard about this it is all the thoughts that you just can't seem to stop thinking. And then is it possible that maybe the path to moving forward is to figure out how to help yourself stop thinking those thoughts? And one of the ways is to find that piece of inspiration, maybe a quote, or maybe just a feeling inside of you that drives you forward, right? For me, um, I talked about this in my stories recently and um, on a podcast that I was on with um, my good friend, Casey Hayes. Um, she has a podcast called Give It a Rest. And she talked to me about, or we talked about different ways to achieve a goal or to help yourself overcome the thoughts that you might have that are preventing you 
from achieving your goal or moving in the general direction of your goal, right? And one of the most powerful things that I found that's been very helpful for me is to identify those the feeling that I'm going to feel or that I think I'm going to feel when I work through something so that I can get through to the other side. You know, whether that's a goal or whether that's, you know, um, an emotional skill set that you really wanted to work on. For me, that feeling is the sense of freedom and the sense of peace that I'm no longer bound by my insecurities, that I'm no longer letting my insecurities um, dictate what I do or don't do in life or what I let myself experience or not experience in life. There is that sense of freedom there. It doesn't mean that when you work through some things that you're automatically going to be like happier and you're like, oh my God, this is the biggest insecurity I've had my entire life. I'm working through it. I'm on, you know, I'm, I can see the light on the other side and like, I'm going to be happy then. I mean, yes, you can be really proud of yourself. And yes, of course, there's um, moments where you're like, I'm so grateful I did this work because look what I'm doing right now. It's amazing. But it doesn't like make you like happier per se. Like, like that was the magic thing that was holding you back from happiness. But what it does do is give you an overwhelming sense of freedom, like you've broken the chains, um, you know, or, you know, you have set yourself free from the chains that those insecurities, those thoughts, those limiting beliefs um, kept you in for such a long time. So that is the, that is ultimate freedom to me um, because as a transferable skill. So for me to say, I'm going to listen to Gary Vee, I'm going to get to 100, even if I take breaks because I've forgotten that that's what I wanted, then, you know, I invariably will get back to the mindset of what do I need to be thinking? What is, what do I need to be like feeling? What thought do I need to be? holding into my, in my awareness, that's going to help me keep moving forward. That's going to help me want to move through the insecurities so that I can help people on this podcast. Right. And so, um, I just wanted to share that this actually, this episode was actually going to be something a little bit different, but I realized this was episode 50. And I know from my clients and from the work that I've done in my own life, from colleagues that I have in the coaching industry and from friends that I know um, who have been really fighting and, um, and scrapping their way to not let their dreams go. And I've seen them do the work over the last few years with me and I see where they're at and I'm so proud of them. Because I know what it takes and I know what they had to go through. And so if you're in that situation, I just want to let you know that when people talk about just starting, starting before you're ready, starting imperfectly, it truly isn't just a platitude. If you really let yourself think why that might be such an important mantra, an important skill set, 
It's because the alternative is to do what you've been doing, which is feeling like you need to have something else or to be someone different. And when you are that person, and when you do have those things, then you'll be ready to go. And I just want to offer, is that the way you want to achieve success? How much longer will it take you to get to where you want to go, if at all? I mean, because you may have given up or, or, you know, you may be procrastinating. Like, how much longer will it take if you feel you need to be fully formed before you can move in the direction you want to go for something that you truly, truly want? Do you want to get better at that? Or do you want to get better at starting, like, even today, just now, with what you have? And trust that what you have right now is exactly enough for what you need to do right now what you need to say right now. And you're trusting yourself that you are also, um, you have the mindset of, and I'm going to keep improving the more I do this. The goal isn't perfection, releasing perfect stuff, right? The goal is releasing stuff that you think might help somebody and so that you can get better as you go. How freeing would that be? How much peace would that give you? How much faster will you be able to get to where you want to go? All right. Okay, that's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in again. I really appreciate it. And if any of you are struggling with something that you, you know, you're stuck with the, I know I should just start, but I can't seem to get myself to start, message me. Sign up for one of my free 90-minute calls. Let's talk about it. Um, Sometimes... It's amazing to me when I get on consult consult calls with, with potential clients and we have our 90 minute calls and I set them 90 minutes for a reason. I want to be able to dive deep with people. And right now I, I don't feel I can do that at 20 minutes because sometimes it takes people a while to articulate what it is they truly, 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 truly want. It takes a little bit of time. You build a little bit of safety and trust in the beginning of the conversation. You listen and then you start like pulling on a thread or you start peeling one layer off. You start asking questions that make your, you know, people think a little bit differently and you, they suddenly they sense that they have permission to want what they want and things open up. And so I love the 90 minute container because it allows for just some really good, deep, meaningful conversations. And it allows people to speak out loud for the first time in a safe space, what it is they truly do want. Sometimes it's in their relationships. They really want the relationship to be one way. And they start recognizing that actually, I don't have to wait for somebody else to change. I can start working on myself first. Otherwise, you feel powerless. And it's the same with parenting. It could be, you know, where you want a different relationship with your kids and you feel like I'm trying to help them change. And then you recognize, wait a second. But there's actually things that I can work on. I can heal within myself first. And no, and then you stop feeling so powerless and frustrated because you know you have some marching orders for yourself, right? Because you've worked through them and, and seen where areas um, that if you work to improve could at least help you stop suffering so much, which in turn will have a ripple effect outward. It may take some time, but it will. And so... Those are the types of things um, that we talk about on our 90-minute calls. And so if this is where you are, if this is where you are, let me try that again, message me. 
Let's work through it. Let's talk through it. Even if you never coach with me, you will become aware that there's so many tools out there and that you have much more strength and resilience than you believe right now to be able to move forward and accomplish what you want. All right, my friends, have a great day and I will see you next week or talk to you next week. Bye. Coaching isn't just for athletes or for select people. It's for anyone who wants support while doing the work to grow. Hi, I'm Life and Mindset Coach Carrie Watterson. If you've ever wondered what it would be like to work with a coach, I invite you to sign up for a free 90-minute deep dive coaching call with me so you can experience firsthand how working on your mindset will forever change your life. If what you've been doing so far hasn't been working, let's talk. I offer one-on-one coaching sessions for three to six months. I help you see where your thoughts are tripping you up and keeping you from the life you want. Go to kerrywaterson.com or email me at carrie at to book your free call this week. That's K-A-R-I at K-A-R-I-W-A-T-T-E-R-S-O-N.com. If you're not following me on Instagram, that's where I regularly share tips, tools, and resources on all things mindset and mindfulness. My new Instagram name is at underscore this one life. That's at underscore this one life. At the end of the day, we have one life. How do you want to live yours? Think about it. And then let's get to work.